clarity, understanding. Um, I want you to be able to see with your imagination, understand with your mind, not your brain, but your spiritual mind, which is your soul, mind, will, and emotions. I want, I want you to be able to see it here. I want you to be able to fit, uh, see it in your imagination. I want you to be able to hear it. I want the veils taken off as much as possible so that you can understand and see how the God of this world, who is the fallen angel, Lucifer, Satan is what he's known as, is operating in the earth, and how the kingdom of God, um, it, his kingdom is operating in the earth. So it's a, <clears throat> it's a lot to break down, but yeah, it's, it's very doable, and it, we will break it down or break it open or talk about it, share, and um, if you have any questions, you know how to reach me. You can reach me here on uh, Facebook. Um, you can reach me on lauriehaywood-mains.com. Um, you can reach me just about anywhere. I also, I have podcasts on iTunes under Lori Haywood-Mains, YouTube, Lori Haywood-Mains, live stream, and um, my on my watch menu for Lori Haywood-Mains.com. So many ways, many tools that we're using to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ for the sole purpose of growing the kingdom of God, getting as many people that are hurt, lonely, tired, sick, in debt, depressed, oppressed, addicted, obsessed, <laughs> you name it, out of that place into the kingdom of God where there's truly um, opportunity to be able to get out of all that darkness and hurt and pain and confusion. So um, nothing is automatic is why I use the word opportunity. I want you to understand that when you receive Jesus Christ right off the bat, I'm going to open this up, <clears throat> the gates open. When you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, um, that doesn't mean that um, you don't have to exercise your faith and um, train and grow and become a mature human being um, but it does mean that when you leave this earth you will be with the Lord in life um, but there's so much available to us here in this earth that God wants us to have as we continue in heaven so there's not a start and there's not a stop with uh, this life and, the, and God's uh, heavenly kingdom if you will Okay, so I don't even want to go there. I'm starting to already head in a different direction. So it's easy to do. It is so easy to do. So what we're going to be talking about is <clears throat> um, two trees. We're talking about um, the two trees in the book of Genesis, uh, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which was Lucifer's temptation to mankind, which sat underneath the, uh, the name of Adam. Uh, Eve was deceived. Adam was not. He listened to Eve's opinion, advice, conversation, whatever you want to say. He disobeyed. Eve was deceived. And but because of it, they listened to a fallen angel and mankind sold himself out. But <clears throat> what I want to tell you is, um, as much as I can today, um, is um, <clears throat> throughout the Bible... Trees and parts of trees and branches and roots 
uh, are used as metaphors, analogies uh, of people. And God also um, makes analogies of us as people being planted in the earth. So what that's where the trees come from. So I, I just wanted you to, to know that, it, you know, I'm going to be going over some scriptures that Jesus, uh, well, just a bunch of scriptures <clears throat> for our, for our uh, foundation. Um, but the, um, the analogies that Jesus give as the tree of life, um, is where we are to develop the, you know, fruit of the spirit. And then there is the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which is really this world system. But <clears throat> my point of that is I just wanted to say that biblically, um, trees, plants, roots, fruit, um, are used, um, wheat chaff are used as analogies and we are the people that the Lord is using as the analogy so I just want you to know where that all comes from it comes really from God and Jesus and in the way that the Lord has um, how the Lord has set this in in a motion or an understanding that we can see it and we can see it with our natural eye but we can see it with our mind and our imagination so <clears throat> what we're going to talk about is <clears throat> this is i just printed some things off for the internet just so that you guys could hopefully if you're if you're on podcast then i'm holding up a picture of two trees and the two trees look pretty much exactly like they're just two trees without any leaves and they're just sitting out in a field by themselves and from this uh, this side view this view here when you're just looking at the two trees or you can picture it in your mind if you're on a podcast and you're driving your car or something look out into a field and see two trees you know probably 15 feet apart or something and you know from this person from this lens from from looking at the the photo and or the two trees in the field if you're driving um <clears throat> everything you know it appears to be as we would use the word normal two trees no big deal everything looks pretty much the same um, so I want you to get this embedded into your brain your imagination I want you to see this because <clears throat> as Jesus and the Father used the trees and the plants and the roots and the branches as analogies for people <clears throat> or uh, they sometimes nations or groups of people I want you to see that this is a real um, powerful living uh, analogy that the the Holy Spirit will always use in this lifetime for us so I want you to I'm holding it up here for a while because I don't want you to forget it. I want you to see <clears throat> that this appears to be all there is you can't see anything below the trees above the trees or on the sides of the trees all you see is two trees that appear to be either in the fall or they're growing or something so that's established that there those are two trees right there so then what i want to talk about <clears throat> is in the garden of eden i just i mentioned that there were two trees the tree of life and the tree of life <clears throat> is what we call the kingdom of God. And 
the kingdom of God and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the book of Genesis, in the, in the Garden of Eden, excuse me, are, <clears throat> they are, um, whoop, hang on a second here. I just messed up my camera. There we go. Um, <clears throat> so what I want to show you here is, if I can get that straight. <laughs> Okay, so this tree, if you're on a podcast, is showing a, a tree that is full <clears throat> and at the bottom of the root system, the word love is written out. So this tree represents the kingdom of God, if not God himself, or the tree of life, and this is a really nice analogy of, <clears throat> of this is what is growing this whoops I'm going backwards because of the camera sorry this is what is growing because of what it what it's rooted in it's rooted in love the root system is based in the word love which means it's the kingdom of God so this thing this this trunk and these branches are manifesting the leaves and then if it had produces fruit or whatever the tree produces it's producing and it's healthy and so this is an analogy of the tree of life in the garden of eden or god himself or the kingdom of god the system of god and everything that is life there is absolutely zero sickness zero disease, zero poverty, zero death, zero loss, zero, um, um, you know, any murder and all that kind of stuff. There, It doesn't exist here. It, it just simply does not exist. It doesn't come near it. It's not a part of it. This sits all by itself and all it does is it produces anything that love will produce and love is God and God is perfect and God is love and God is good and we're going to get into that but I want you to see that picture I'm going to probably pull these out a matter of fact I got to leave that one out because I'm probably going to grab that again so that is <clears throat> that is the tree of life in the garden of Eden if you will okay so <clears throat> from there Lots of pictures, but I love them because I think they really help us grasp it. Now, listen, don't hold me to the to as hold me to this as this is the you know absolute truth and nothing else. No, this is these are analogies I'm giving you, and I think they're darn good. So <clears throat> just bear with me and learn as I'm learning. So this one, <clears throat> what I want to show you what happened in in the um, in the uh, Garden of Eden in Genesis with um, Adam, Eve, and Satan. Now, Adam, again, means mankind, okay? Eve sat within the Adam, and, uh, but we're going to just use this as individual names right now, okay? Well, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to use Adam as <clears throat> mankind. So this is Adam, mankind. This is Adam, Eve, and whoever else was there. Well, 
Let me make sure I didn't write. Oh, I better do this. This one that got marked Adam. <clears throat> so this is mankind. And this guy over here is Satan. Okay, the fallen angel Lucifer. If you notice, right above them are those trees that we just showed. Remember I was telling you these trees appeared to be normal. <clears throat> these trees appeared to be normal in the field. You can't see anything above, around, underneath. But this is actually what's going on under those trees, okay? So <clears throat> what we have is we have we have um, Satan over here, and he, his, if you will, his actions, his thoughts, his ways are all based in fear, hatred, and everything that is evil, and he's producing that straight up that, oh golly, straight up the trunk of that tree. And here's mankind, and <clears throat> they, at that time, were birthing everything that was God's because Adam at that time was rooted in this love tree as you see okay so Adam <clears throat> I may not be able to put this on podcast we'll see so Adam over here right Adam over here <clears throat> is producing straight up everything that is coming from this purity all right so there <clears throat> adam's producing all this love satan is producing everything that is evil and he has come and he's in the garden of eden and he's having a conversation with mankind he's tempting eve whatever he's saying to her mind he's speaking into her mind and she's allowing it, and she's entertaining the thoughts, and she's thinking, and she's thinking, and she's getting deceived. And then Adam is listening to her, and he knew it was wrong, but he was listening to his, um, his woman, Eve, and, <clears throat> or wife, whatever you want to call it. And um, so what happened was, eventually, mankind opened up the, the door to their mind and allowed satan to communicate with them so they ended up coming into the great exchange which was a deafening time in the garden of eden so what happened is you see um you see um satan's kingdom it's over here this tree and then you have the um god's love tree which Adam was in control of with Eve, mankind, you see these two handshakes, these, this root system, they turned them into hands and they're shaking hands underground. Because what happened here was when Eve was deceived and Adam was not, they agreed and basically shook um, Satan's hand and bowed their knee to his ways and what he was producing. And they were saying, yeah, okay. We think your way is better than God's way. And so we are going to bow to you, do it your way. And when they did that, they shook their hands with these two root systems. I think that's an excellent, excellent analogy of these two pictures of this um, 
communication here in the garden <clears throat> with the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil and then here where they actually came in agreement with how this thing was going to work so there's ha what happened with satan and mankind satan and mankind communicated in the garden of eden and mankind came in agreement with this evil fallen angel basically shook hands isn't that an awesome analogy and bowed his knee adam bowed his knee to satan so what happened was at that time adam fell mankind fell we're going to talk about that i'm just giving you pictures and a foundation adam <clears throat> was um uh rebuked by god um adam uh what happened here is what i at the very top i have it written across here called the great exchange that's the the lord gave me that communication a few years ago i had i had never heard it but i know it's probably out there but the great exchange came to me by the holy spirit and that's what took place that day because adam <clears throat> what he did was he as mankind he represented um he represented the tree of life uh lived in the tree of life he was a living being by the creation of God himself and Satan was a fallen angel not a created being by God himself and Satan was found with envy and pride and he wanted God's praise he wanted God's throne so he tried to go after it as a uh, wonderful beautiful angel that was full of wisdom he walked the throne room of God he walked the floors of God he was a cherub he was a protector of the throne he was beautiful full of wisdom um and he had uh, i think he had three three anointings on him and um he wanted god's place and so god and uh, he rose up against god and god sent michael the archangel and his angels and they fought against uh, satan and a third of the angels that followed satan but they were quickly thrown out of heaven and down into earth and they were cast into this world before mankind was here and uh, that's how satan ended up down here and he has been a very frustrated uh fallen uh full of hate um angel now and his destiny is the lake of fire once jesus comes back the second time so so what happened in the garden of eden is um adam communicated with eve if you will to satan allowed those thoughts and to penetrate and came in agreement that he would bow his knee to satan so satan this is one of the most important parts that you can get of this so what happened was satan <clears throat> became um the god of this world the reason why he became the god of this world i gotta find that <clears throat> i just printed it off he became the god of this world because <clears throat> um he took Adam's place. See, Adam, what the heck did I do with that? Sorry, you guys. I, I, I kind of just do this to myself. I just printed something else and I can't find it. So, <clears throat> all right, I interrupted myself. Excuse me, I don't do that too often. So, Satan and Adam switched places in, in a sense. 
Satan ended up becoming the god of this world, which is in Corinthians. What the heck I did with that scripture? I don't know. I always just like to have them. I know where they're at, but it's in 2 Corinthians 4, 4. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glorious uh, glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Um, <clears throat> Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. So what the point is, is Adam was at one time God of this world, if you will, okay? And when he did the great exchange and he, and he shook Satan's hands and followed Satan, he lost his position as God of this world. He essentially had the title to the world, if you will, like a car or the deed to a house, and so what he did is he basically handed that over to Satan. So Satan became the owner of the world, if you will, for a set time. Uh, it was a set time. So once uh, Jesus returns, then, then, then Satan's going to go to the lake of fire. But at this time, he is still in this world causing what you're seeing out there. We're going to get into that. I'm still laying a foundation down of what basically happened in Genesis, and then we're going to go into it a little bit deeper. Um, so Adam lost his rightful reign in this world. He lost the title, like to a car. He lost the deed to a house. That was basically who he was in this world, is he had, let's just say, title to the, to the whole entire world, okay? So when he shook Satan's hands, if you will, he gave it all over to the enemy. And it was what the Holy Spirit told me, what it was, it was the great exchange. And what was sad about that, super sad, if that's even a word. Um, it was sad because um, uh, Adam was created by God, so he had... Uh, eternal life he had he was an eternal being he was um full of the love he was full of this this is all adam knew to produce that's all he produced was everything that was uh, rooted in love so he his what he produced was life he produced joy he produced laughter he produced um anything he touched turned to gold how's that it was impossible for anything to come up out of Adam's life because he was rooted and created in this by this being, which was God, which is love. Okay, so he exchanged all that for darkness, for complete darkness. He went from this life and he gave it all over to Satan. Now, Satan took Adam's place which is what he wanted. Because if he couldn't have God's throne, then he was going to be God of this world. And that's exactly what he's called in the Bible, is God of this world. I just want that to sit for a second. Um, let me see how long have I been on here. <clears throat> I think 5.15. Yeah, I, I've got about just a few minutes left. I'm going to come back tomorrow. So... 
I think I've got a good start on this for you guys, though, but I can't get into the scriptures. Um, maybe one, maybe one. So from there, this is how you have it. Now, what happened to Adam? What happened to mankind? Just as God said, they, well, I'm going to read it right now. It's, it's perfect. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Okay, so Genesis 3. Now, God is talking to Adam or mankind, Eve, Adam and Eve, and he's rebuking Adam at this moment. Then to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. Then verse 22, Then the Lord God said, Look, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Now he might stretch out his hand and also take from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Then Genesis 3.24, so he drove, he drove, he didn't just ask him, he drove Adam, he drove the man out, he drove mankind out. And at, and at the east of the garden of Eden, he stationed the cherubim, one of his faithful angels, and the flaming sword, which turned every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. And he, oh, okay, so that's, I don't want to get any further than that. So <clears throat> that's, that's biblical, see? Adam, mankind, Adam and Eve, mankind, were driven out of the Garden of Eden because they listened to the voice of Satan who was a fallen angel, and, and he had an evil heart. He was found with pride within his heart. He tried to take God's throne, and he was thrown out of heaven with a third of God's angels that rose up against God and his angels um, to take God's throne. They were cast down to the earth. Satan is furious. He's still furious. He's running out of time. He's running out of energy, and he fought and planned and schemed on how to become God of this world, or he tried, he, he fought and won for Adam's place as ruler of this world at that time. And he won. He deceived Eve. Adam listened to Eve. Adam was not deceived. And therefore, that's why the hammer came down on Adam. Eve also, also suffered some punishment, but we're not going into that. And the punishment is not because God wanted to punish. The punishment was, if you do this, this is the manifestation of what's going to happen. Such as, if you run out in front of a car going 60 miles an hour, it's going to hurt you, if not kill you. So he said, don't touch that system. Don't touch that way, Adam. Don't do that. Don't listen to him because it's going to hurt you. It's going to kill you. And Adam did it anyway. He listened to his wife, and therefore death came. And God drove him out of the garden for protection. But we're going to get into that um, hopefully tomorrow. That might be um, day three. So I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I just absolutely think it's awesome. We have a ways to go, but that was a start of the two trees that we will be doing this series on. And 
I think you really are going to understand um, what happened, what's going on today, what it's going to look like tomorrow. I have uh, a lot I want to talk about, and I really do. I know you're going to enjoy it because it's it's from the Holy Spirit, and and um, He's going to bring life and understanding, and maybe dreams and visions, and and share with you even more than what I'm sharing. So, if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please just close your eyes right now and say this prayer with me: Father, I repent of my sins. I ask Jesus to come into my heart and my life. I need you and I'm tired of doing it on my own. I give my heart to you. I'm asking for you to use me. Do something with my life. Amen. Now if you said that prayer, you can let me know. Um, by going to lauriehewitt-mains.com and reach out on one of the forums and it'll come right to me and I can I can answer you. I can get, get you to churches um, all over the country. I don't know where you're, where you're at. Um, so <clears throat> if not, then find a born-again, spirit-filled, strong, healthy Christian that is, um, you know, living right, okay? Um, <clears throat> with lots of joy and... Um, but I would really like it if you'd reach out to me so I could help steer you into a church if it's not here locally. Um, I can get anybody around the country. So God bless. Thank you for joining me. Love you guys. And uh, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And I will see you tomorrow. Thank you. Good night.